Welcome to the latest episode of To Boldly Pod, the unscripted podcast about anything and everything, and at some point, yeah, you all know the rest. Now, we'll get back to the last two chapters of our miniseries titled Show Your Work later on but today or this week i wanted to kind of pay tribute to a little anniversary that i specifically am celebrating because today april 2nd marks the eight year anniversary of when i started my little fun doing podcasts now if you know me personally you know long before 2015 I was doing internet radio I was doing before that what was called webcast which was basically a precursor to podcast but I didn't really jump in the podcast game until 2015 and in that time I have done Well, since 2015, I have done well over 400 episodes of different podcasts, mostly to Boldly Pod, but some of different names and varieties and on other people's podcasts and whatnot. So, as you can probably realize, I like to talk, folks, so... That's why I suppose you listen, because you really want to hear what I say. But anyways, on April 2nd, 2015, is when I started off my, quote, podcasting career. And I did it on a podcast that I did with my friend Jason. We created this podcast called nerding out with sand shoes and granddad now both of us are huge doctor who fans and both of us are huge science fiction nerds so we thought it would be fun to do a podcast about everything to do with science fiction and kind of nerdy topics in and of itself so that's what we started out nerding out as is a podcast just about all sorts of nerdy topics and we covered all sorts of things from star trek to star wars to doctor who to godzilla even into the nerdy topics of stuff to do with professional wrestling x files and all sorts of stuff and it lasted for a few years and then our interests kind of separated which is fine that happens with people in life we kind of you grow apart with the things that you sort of love and you really don't have those in common so we both still do podcasts to this day clearly i do too boldly pod that you're listening to right now and jason does his faith-based podcast called rock for him with some of his new partners so but it was eight years ago today that him and i started doing the podcast thing so i thought it would be fun to sort of look back at our very first podcast that we did in 2015 so this is the 
debut episode of Nerding Out with Sandshoes and Granddad titled simply Origins. I hope you enjoy this look back, folks. Two nerds. Two microphones. What happens when they get together and discuss all things sci-fi from movies, television, comic books, and everything in between? Hi, I'm Dan. And I am Jason. And you are... Nerdy Now with Sanchez and Granddad. Sanchez and Granddad. Here on Radio Kronos. Ah, greetings, everyone. My name is Dan. My name is Jason. And welcome to the debut podcast. Yes. Debut. Of. Nerding Out with Sanchez and Granddad. Now, we're kind of taking this one old, old school because we had a little bit of a sound issue kicking things off. We, uh, we'll have it fixed for next week, hopefully, or next time. Yes. So, Jason, what exactly are we wanting out of this podcast? We want pretty much just discuss all things nerd. What what do you guys nerd out to? That's what I want to know. I mean, I know, you know, what I nerd out to. I want to see what the rest of the world nerds out to. And we just want to kind of share our love of all things geek nerd with you. Exactly. And, uh... Again, we apologize if we sound a little distant. We're, we're using the laptop microphone this evening because we had a little unforeseen issue just before we kicked off. Um, there's things that we want you to do or would like you to do, if you will. Sorry for already throwing off the dusty roads there. <laughs> but uh, we'd like this to be an interactive show. It's not just going to be Jay and I sitting here for however long we decide to do this program and just We're not just going to sit here and babble? No, we're not going to. Well, we are going to babble, but, yeah. I mean, we do do that best. But yes. we would also like you to babble. And this week, in future weeks, we're going to have Skype set up so you can actually call into the show and make some comments. But along with that, we're also going to have a way for you to text us questions and comments and whatnot or and or email us and the best ways to do that is you can text us and regular texting rates apply if you have any text us at 810-354-7073 that's 810-354-7073 or you can email us at radiochronos it's radio, R-A-D-I-O, Kronos, Q-O-N-O-S, at gmail.com. And today, since we are calling this program the... Origin Story. Origins. We would like to know your origin of how you got into sci-fi, or maybe your favorite franchise or movie or whatnot. So, right. what got you interested in sci-fi? Or, what is your favorite sci-fi movie, TV show, or franchise? It's one more way that they can get a hold of us. Yes? If you're on Twitter, you can send us a tweet 
at Sanchu's and GDAD. That's Sanchu's and GDAD. You can tweet us and let us know what your origin stories are for nerding out. Jason is the Radio Kronos Twitter guru. I am not the Twitter guy anymore, so <laughs> it is what it is. So if you, if you have an answer to that, we're going to explain our answers over the next half hour, 45 minutes, three days, whatever. Whatever it takes. So, Jason. Yes, sir. What got you so big into sci-fi? Uh, for me, it started off when I was very young. My dad was very much into Star Trek. I mean, I don't know. I know he wouldn't care the terminology, Trekker, Trekkie, Trekster, whatever. But uh, some of the earliest movies I remember going to, I think the very first movie I, I remember going and seeing was probably either Search for Spock or, I mean, maybe even The Wrath of Khan. I don't, I mean, the one I know for sure was The Voyage Home. I remember seeing that in the theater. I remember watching, you know, the cartoons with my dad on the old VHS tapes. Um, then from there it was, you know, I got more into Star Wars. You know, I remember driving my parents absolutely insane coming home wanting to watch Star Wars every single day. Um, so it was Star Trek before Star Wars for you? It, it was Star Trek before Star I still have, you know, this little thing in my heart for Star Trek. I still, uh, you know, I, I don't actively watch anymore, but, you know, don't tell my wife, but they are on my queue on Netflix. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> I think every nerd has them on queue on their Netflix. Yes, and, you know, just going from there, I, you know, remember going and seeing Empire in the theaters and, and my nerddom just kind of grew from there, and it, it kind of stalled out. You know, I got into comic books a little bit a, a while back, and you know, I was big into Spawn and the X Files comic books and the X Men. And uh, recently, you know, I kind of got out of the comic book thing. And recently, uh, I had seen a post by you talking about Doctor Who. And it kind of sparked a memory. Back when I was a kid, I had seen the movie, the actual Eighth Doctor movie. And I remember watching the one it. one in the 90s. Yes, but I didn't really know what it was. I was like, yeah, okay, this is all right. And uh, then a few years ago, we went down to Florida, and I watched uh, a Matt Smith episode. It was the one that had Warwick Davis in it. Where he first, or Warwick Davis first showed up and he was the emperor of the universe or whatever. Right. And that kind of lit a little bit of a nerd fire in me because I was like, <laughs> whoa, it's, you know, wicked on this crazy show. Then I'd seen your post about Doctor Who and, you know, you had started <clears throat> feeding me some Who stuff and it just grew from there and. Now I am uh, cultivating the next generation because my daughter and I usually on Friday nights, Saturday mornings, we'll get up early or stay up late and we'll watch uh, Doctor Who. So that's she, awesome. Yeah, she's uh, she's becoming a little nerd like me. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong um, with that. Quick reminder, everybody: we also would like your answer to the tonight's question, tonight's query. You know, what got you into sci-fi and or what is your favorite movie, TV show, 
or franchise as far as sci-fi goes, you can text us the answer at 810-354-7073. You can email us at Radio Kronos, Kronos is spelled Q-O-N-O-S, at gmail.com. Or, Jason, you can reach us at uh, on Twitter on at Sanchu's and G-Dad. So, Sanchu's and Granddad. So send us your answers or your comments. And like I said, in future shows, we'll have Skype set up so you can actually audibly take part in this program. But when you send us your, your texts or your, your tweets or your emails, say your first name and where you're from so we can give you proper credit here over the air. Absolutely. Now, the Star Wars and Star Trek things are obvious. Yes. So I kind of wanted to go a little different with mine. Oddly enough, I didn't really get into Star Trek until the earlier part of the 80s. Really? I was always a big Star Wars fan when A New Hope came out. And that, that isn't the only thing that got me caught into the, the sci-fi bug. There was a show on in 1978 and 79. It was only on for two years. And they were only mid-season replacements. So there was, I believe, 26 episodes in total made, 13 one year. 13 the following year, and it was a show called Project UFO. It was, uh, I believe, on NBC. It was a Jack Webb production, if you remember, Jack Webb was the star of Dragnet. Dragnet, yep. Um, what they did is for people that are into the paranormal and UFOs, they took all the cases from Project Blue Book that the Air Force conducted in the 50s and 60s and sort of took some of them. And made little dramatic presentations out of them. <laughs> and even to this day, even though I, I've seen them, and if you want to check that show out, there are, I've looked, there are copies of, of Project UFO on YouTube. You can watch them. They're very 70s. I just warn you about that right now. They kind of look like, they kind of look like that, uh, that scene out of, was it Men in Black 2, where they go to the, the video store guy, and he's watching the old that's recreation. That's exactly what it is with just a tinge more Hollywood production value, but not much. Nice. Um, actually, some of the effects for the time in that show were really, really cool. I mean, back then it had to be hard to come up with a different-looking UFO every single week. <laughs> other than the pie pan? Right. Other, yeah, other than the <laughs> pie pan. And so, see, so look at some of them, and you're like, oh, come on, really? That looks like somebody's router from their garage or something. <laughs> but it That really caught my eye. One other one was Battlestar Galactica. Yes, how did I forget Battlestar? Oh. Now, I might lose my new nerd card right now, but I have never seen an episode of the reboot what? And it's partially because of my fondness for the original, and I didn't want anything to change. So, well, let me yeah. t- l- l- let me tell you about the reboot. I did not watch it when it originally came out. I, much like you, was like, nope, not going to do it. I have too much of a love of the original. I'm not going to watch this reboot. And once I got Netflix, I broke down. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it. So I got... Halfway through, I think there's four or five seasons. I got halfway through season three and Netflix dropped it. Nice. Yeah. But uh, I think if you go into it looking at it from a purely like it's a new show, you would love it. 
the show is awesome. If you're watching thinking it's like like you know what you're watching, then you probably wouldn't like it all that much. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm sure I will at some point. I mean, it, it's TV in modern times, and it's never going to go away. So yeah. it's always going to be in some sort of format. Exactly. Um, when I was a kid, when Battlestar Galactic, it was only on for one year. Yep. Um, Len Larson had a bit of a pissing match, for lack of a better term, <laughs> with the network about the shape that it was going. And they ended up coming back the following year. With sort of a second season, but it was called something different. It was called Galactica 80. Galactica 80, yes. And that is the furthest thing from the original Battlestar Galactica that I even want to talk about. Because, I mean, they had the Cylon, sort of. Kind of. If you can. Hmm. We got a text right now, but I'll I'll keep talking. You can deal with that one. And, uh... I was a big Starbucks fan as a little kid. I wanted to be Dirk Benedict like no other. Um, long hair. He's like Kirk in the 70s. He had longer hair. Got all the women. I mean, who didn't <laughs> want to be Starbucks? That's right. Uh, on Battlestar Galactica, the two hottest chicks he had. Unless you re- really want to. Never mind. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I loved the Cylons as a little kid. Like, people claim to Darth Vader or Whovians... State or the classic line from Doctor Who when the Daleks first appeared in the second episode in the 60s, young kids were hiding behind their couches in England. They were so frightened of the, da- the Daleks. And the Cylons were like that for me when I was a little kid. They were so awesome, but I was petrified of them. You know, I was actually scared of, uh, of Vader for a bit when I was, when I was little. Alright, here here is our text message, and uh, whoever this is, if you could text back and let us know who you are and where you're from, but it says, My mom tells me the first time seeing a Star Wars commercial, I went crazy. I had to see it. I would have barely been four years old. My love of Spider-Man <laughs> the other one hasn't. started with Electric Company on PBS. Oh, he <laughs> says, oh, it's Anna Coppola? O-N-I-C-A-P-L-A from Bay City. Oh, that's, that would be uh, our friend Dave. Hello, Dave, Dave. Dave is going to be, we were talking the other day about you yes. had a, a female nerd that would be a guest host. Yes. and Lady nerd, as I referred to her. <laughs> that is Dave. He's my friend. Dave Great. is lady nerd? And yeah, Dave is a lady nerd, and he'll probably give me some kind of wrestling pun for that one right now. <laughs> nice. It is what it is. Um, but thanks, Dave. That's very cool. He he is a, he will be able to to add to this program not only in sci-fi but only do the the comic book topics. Yes. Um the main thing and you know me personally and some people that listen to the show know me personally. I got a lot of my love for sci-fi from my father. And if you follow me on Facebook, you probably get sick of seeing every Sunday me posting different movie posters because I am a massive 50s sci-fi movie buff. Yes. Um, I don't want to admit how many actual B-movies that I have on file, but we could probably spend six or seven years sitting here talking <laughs> about them. Um, probably the most recognizable one for everybody is The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah, from 1951. 
that one really had an impact on me when I was a young kid. I remember seeing Michael Rene, who was Klaatu, the alien. And, of course, I had Patricia Neal, who, although she's passed away now, was a nice-looking lady in the 50s. Something easy on the eyes, as all sci-fi programming should have. And had Hugh Marlowe, which sci-fi fans and 50s movies buffs will know Hugh Marlowe appears in a ton of low-budget 50s sci-fi and horror movies. Great actor for (laughs) (laughs) B-movies. And, of course, The Day the Earth Stood Still, people are are famous for Gort. Gort? The the robot. And the famous catchphrase, Klaatu, Brada, Nikto, which, of course, tells Gort to step back in modern terms. Or if you're uh, Bruce Campbell, Klaatu, (laughs) Brata. Okay, I showed my nerd way too much right there. No, that's what this show is all about. Yes. Um, So that was a main one. Other 50s movies were 1956's Earth vs. the Flying Saucer. Ooh, great one. Another classic Hugh Marlowe program. Movie. Yes. Uh, one other thing about the day the Earth stood still that ties all of the nerdy goodness together. It was directed by one Robert Wise. Do you know who Robert Wise was? Name sounds familiar. Couldn't tell you who he is. He also directed Star Trek The Motion Picture. Ah. Now, a lot of people that are Trekkies, that is the least favorite of their their Trek movie in the really? rankings. Yeah. Not to me, but I know a lot of people that rank that. Or, you know, obviously, search for Spock. People say the odd numbers. I kind of disagree with the odd number, even number, good movie, bad movie scenario. Because Final Frontier, a lot of people hated it, which the effects in that movie were absolute garbage. Yeah. But I did like the the search for God slash alien theme to it. Could have been done a little bit better, but it is what it is. Um. Yeah, the Earth vs. the Blind Saucer was a great one. When Worlds Collide was another one from 1951 that was directed by George Pal, who did a lot of 50 sci-fi movies, starred Richard Durr and Barbara Rush. And I'm sure at some point we'll do a 50s sci-fi movie oh, program. Yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing better to me than an old cheesy sci-fi or cheesy horror from the 50s and the 60s. Right. Nothing better, so... I'm more than more than ready to do one of those. So we are still waiting for you guys out there to tell us what you're <laughs> nerding out to besides what what made you start nerding out? Now what else? Any programs, TV shows that you do? Uh right now, uh, my wife and I are really into The Walking Dead. And I don't know if that's considered nerdy, but you know, I, I'm like a horror movie nerd. Right. I love watching scary movies. I, you know, my wife was just, ah, I'm not going to watch a zombie movie or a zombie show. But for me, you know, I love that. You know, if you go into my movie collection, you will see old Bella Lugosi, old, uh, Vincent Price. If if there's a Vincent Price movie that I don't own, <laughs> you need to send it to me because I love some Vincent Price. And so you have, you have the thriller video then. 
you know, I just, you know, I nerd out about a lot of stuff. I'm, I, uh, I love comic book movies. Like right now, I am extremely geeked about seeing the Batman Superman movie. I know a lot of people are kind of down on it. They're like, Batfleck, really? I mean, <laughs> can you see Ben Affleck? But you know what? I'm, I, I am nerding out over seeing that. Batman's probably my favorite comic book uh, character that I can think of. Uh, as far as sci-fi, what I'm watching right now is, you know, I'm just tearing it up on Doctor Who, watching, you know, a ton of Who. Uh, I've been watching Torchwood a lot. I'm on, well, I'm, I can't say a lot. I'm technically on first season. But I kind of alternate between Who and Torchwood. See, the funny thing with Torchwood is, is it actually gets better Does after it? the first season. Because I, I started watching Torchwood, and the first couple were good. And then I lost interest that first season, so I quit watching it. And somebody implored me to start again in the second season. And once the second season started, I fell in love with it. Third season was good. Fourth season I have issues with, but that's another story for another show. Right. Right. I haven't quite gotten to that yet. I mean, you know, I kind of like the swagger that Captain Jack has on Torchwood. I like just his kind of, you know, gung-ho attitude where, you know, I'm the leader. I'm saying we're doing it. Let's do this. Let's get it done. Uh, you know, I I honestly enjoy watching Torchwood. I, I tried a little bit watching the Sarah Jane ad Adventures. It's more of a made for a kid show. I, you know, I honestly, I got like three episodes in and I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> you know, I know everybody well, you at least have to watch it for the doctor. He appears in one of the episodes. Oh, does he? Yeah. I mean, I know, briefly. I know everyone, you know, loved Sarah Jane on, on Doctor Who and, you know, I, I got a little teared up when she came back for, for, you know, school reunion. I was like, oh, it's K-9, it's Sarah Jane, but, you know, I mean, it's like the Sarah Jane Adventures did nothing for me. But I know. own them. I haven't watched them since I bought them. But I, I'm that much of a dork. I have to have everything. So well, I am too. That's what I told you. I'm I'm kind of a completionist. So when it came to like Doctor Who, I was going crazy that I didn't have Night of the Doctor. I was like, Ah, <laughs> Dan, do you have Night of the Doctor? So of course I do. Yeah. Plus, it's on YouTube. Plus, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other show from the past that I really made me the dork I am today. It's along the same lines and same time period as Battlestar Galactic. It was only on for a year and a half before it got canceled. That was Buck Rogers. Twiggy. Huh? And Aaron Gray. And Aaron Gray and those. Hello. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Gil Gerard for you ladies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Buck Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Aaron Gray. There's anyone else on that show? <laughs> oh, that's right, Gil Gerard. Yeah, he was Buck Rogers. He was. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, we got another text here. Let me. Uh, uh, is that from your same friend here? Around the same time, I fell for Star Wars and Spider Man. My mom also ruined me with The Hobbit. <laughs> Colum scared the bejesus out of me. You know what? That uh, the Hobbit. I'm assuming you're talking about the Hobbit cartoon, right? I loved that cartoon. I watched that 
so many times. I think the tape actually broke. I watched it so many times. And then when the new uh, Lord of the Rings movies came out, and, you know, they had the six hours of them walking through forest, I was just like, oh, I don't remember this in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me with the, when they started doing the C.S. Lewis movies and... It's like I almost wish I I had you know gone back and read the books again, just to figure out what I remembered and what I didn't remember. But it's been so long since I remember. Now, little piece of trivia for Buck Rogers. This will just be for you know idiots like like me that have to watch the entire series two or three times a year. But there's a Star Trek connection to the TV show Buck Rogers. Really. Yeah. I, I got nothing. In the second season, Spock's father played a character who could remove his head on Buck Rogers. Nice. So, if you ever wanted to see Sarek without a head and a big giant 70s afro, then <laughs> <laughs> look up season two of Buck Rogers. I mean, it was the 70s after all. Was the seventies? Jerry Orbach's in an episode. There's a few other ones, but we'll we'll save that for the the Buck Rogers episode. Yes. And you know, seeing how this is origin stories, I think maybe uh, we should fill people in about our particular origins. This is actually the second podcast we have done with each other, and. Uh, Well, I think we were podcasting before podcasting was podcasting. We started probably, what was it, eight, nine years ago? 2005, so ten years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, we had a a little uh, paranormal investigations group. Called yes, we did. The Other Side of Life, and we did a semi-monthly podcast, and... You know, this is kind of like a homecoming for me because since we've stopped doing those, I've always wanted to get back on the air with you, Dan, because I always enjoyed our podcast together. Oh, yeah, Dave sent you the picture of what scared the hell out of him when he was golem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, hey, that golem looks a lot better than the one in the movie. So, and I'm going to tweet that out. Where, let's see here. <laughs> oh, let's see. If I can figure out how to do it, bear with me. Nope, nope, don't want to flag it as... Yeah, we did a, a... We were we ran a paranormal group for a few years, and, and in conjunction with that, we did a, a podcast, or a webcast is what it was called back then. Yep. Little prior to podcasting, but same difference. We did most of them... Uh, actually, we started on Live 365, and yep. we moved from there to deciding, for whatever reason, people wanted to see two chubby guys... On a webcam. <laughs> so, and I'm forgetting the name of the place now, the site, Stickam. Stickam, yes. Yep. So we moved our, our, our webcast to Stickam. And what we'd do is we'd go on there and we'd talk about various paranormal ideas and thoughts. And if we had an investigation, we'd, we'd you know, share any information that we may or may not have had. Um... So you told me you were a Trek fan before you were a Star Wars fan. I was what, definitely a Trek fan. 
were you always a Star Wars fan, or what? Because from the beginning, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I remember being very, very young, coming home from elementary school, begging my mom every day to let me watch Star Wars again and again and again and again, and, you know, and then Empire came out, and I remember begging my mom to take me to go see Empire, and, you know, I I remember going to this little, I mean, it was like a shack theater to go see uh, Return of the Jedi, and, you know, I mean, I've, I've been obsessed with Star Wars forever, but yeah, I mean, before that, it was Trek, I mean, I... Even up until, you know, through my 20s, I can remember any time Star Trek was on and I was, you know, with my dad, if it was on, we were sitting there watching it, you know. I mean, whether it was the original, Next Generation, Enterprise, you know, my favorite always was uh, Deep Space Nine. Loved Deep Space Nine. But, yeah, I mean... Jim, a guy that, that does another podcast on Radio Chronos, that is his favorite Star Trek, and he's a big Trekkie, but that is his favorite uh, Star Trek franchise, is Deep Space Nine. Does he nice. like being called Trekkie or Trekker? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I've always just gone by Trekkie. Is Trekor? I, I don't know. It was more of a 70s thing, I wouldn't, but who knows. What do you prefer to be called if you're a Trekkie, Trekor? Or just a dork or a trekster. nerd. A trekster. <laughs> now we're now we're moving into the wrestling geek fan. Yeah. Which might be a different podcast we could do one day, but maybe. So you watched uh did you have a favorite I know we'll cover these individual episodes, but Yeah, this is just laying the baseline for right. you folks. Did you have a favorite Star Wars of the first three? Favorite Star Wars of the first three, I would have to say was probably Jedi. I uh, I just liked how smooth Han was in there. Han Han was always my favorite. Well, when just, you're when you're frozen in carbonite, you tend to be smooth. Indeed, but <laughs> yeah, he just he just seemed to have this swagger about him that you know he was he was just you know my favorite character, and I thought in Jedi just kind of personified that and that that last part where. You know, I love you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, when she was like, oh, I just seen Luke or whatever. I can't remember the exact line. And he went, oh. And Leia says, he's my brother. And he's like, oh? Yeah. And he just kind of has that smile on his face. You think, you know, you know, he's thinking, it's all in like Donkey Kong. <laughs> so, but yeah, Jedi was my favorite. And how about you? I mean, what? I always go with the standard answer for Empire. I mean, Star Wars, A New Hope was... Actually, your father-in-law took me to see that at the movie theater. And <laughs> I was hooked. <laughs> nice. I have no idea what that is. Is that is that, that, that is actually... That is the picture of Spock's father. Oh! From... Buck Rogers lifting his head up over his very over nice the rest of his body. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to tweet that out too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag headless box father. And we got another one from. We got more. Yeah, we got one here from Mike B. No, oh, I don't know. He must. He said it. I had the privilege of cutting my sci-fi teeth. 
on Star Wars. My older brother got me hooked on it and have never turned back since. Currently indulging on Expanded Universe, fan films, and Star Wars Rebels. Even though a diehard Star Wars fan, I have started watching the entire Trek series from Square One, the original series, after watching all of the original movies. I'm hooked. Very nice. That's Mike. Well, Mike, seems how you are a uh, diehard Star Wars fan, if you happen to play uh, a game, because yes, I'm, I'm a gamer nerd, on uh, your phone, or whatever, called Star mm-hmm. Wars Commander, look up the uh, squad name, Gallifrey Stands. And yes, I've had people attack me just because I use Doctor Who references in Star Wars. <laughs> so join my squad because I'm tired of getting beaten up. Anyways, I'm tweeting out this picture. And, you know, you guys can uh, tweet me back here. Uh, tweet us back at uh, at Sanchez and Grandad. Going back to Empire. I mean, people always say it was the darkest one. Yes, it was. But my most people went directly for the Jedi. And me, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I always empathized, at least in the first couple movies, with the Empire. And I was a huge Darth Vader mark. So, <laughs> Like I said, Vader scared me. You know, he's, and then when they ripped off his mask and, you know, he just says, Crumbly old white dude. I was like, really? <laughs> really? That's what terrified me as a five-year-old? Really? We talk about this Hayden Christensen. <laughs> that should have terrified you. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, uh, eventually, when we do this, we'll get uh, one episode or or whatever where we will discuss the bad parts about the sci-fi stuff that we enjoy. But, and I don't complain too much about Lucas because. It gets tiring to see all the time online. But that is one thing that bugs me is them changing the ghostly appearances at the end of Jedi. Man, From Vader to Hayden Christensen. But I wasn't quite the guy that was like, you raped my childhood. (laughs) But I was still like, really? Seriously? We get more tweets and texts. Anyone catch the flash this week on TV with Mark Hamill as the trickster and his Star Wars reference line? That's from no, you know what? I started watching The Flash, and I got about three episodes in and realized that I was spending way too much time watching watching TV, so I had to make some cuts, and unfortunately, The Flash, the Flash is one of them, <laughs> and, uh, but no, I, I may have to look that up. I, I'll check it out on Hulu and, and see, especially if Mark Hamill's on it. As we yeah, I got nothing. I haven't seen it. No. It was actually a good show, and I think... Uh, did you ever watch Flash in the 90s? I vaguely remember it, but no. Well, let's go with no. Okay, well... I actually got, tried to be serious for like five seconds in the 90s, so I, I sort of walked away... Really? ...from a little bit of nerdiness, trying to be, quote, grown up, but um, I, what, I, what happened was a television show called The X-Files, and that brought me right back in. <laughs> Just when you thought you were out, I was they free, damn sucked it. you back in. That Best thing that ever happened to me, by the way. Yes. 
You know what? Have you seen that they're rebooting X-Files? Yes, I did, and I, I'm torn on that. But here's the good thing. I, I understand your tornness because I was like, really, they're, they're going to screw it up. They did with the last movie. They completely botched it. And I thought, you know what, they're going to screw up this new series, but it's only going to be six episodes. So I'm hoping that they don't screw up the six episodes. Well, that's kind of the torn thing about it was I don't want them to go back and repeat everything. And I know they're all supposed to be standalone episodes. They, we won't have that famous Chris Carter, we'll tell you all the answers after this episode, after this episode, and he keeps stringing you along for eight years. And then by the time the Terminator takes over for Mulder, <laughs> you have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I don't know what's going on, and I don't even care because I want the show to end at that exactly. point. And that was a show that I loved in the 90s, but... Kind of like no Lost offense to Robert Patrick, so kind of like Lost, right. where you're like, I know at the end they're going to tell you what happens, and it ends, and you're like, what? I don't know what 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 did the Lost ended up being like? Victoria Principal having a dream or something, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I actually liked the end of Lost. Uh, it was they were all dead. Spoiler alerts, by the way, they were all dead, and it was as they were dying, you were seeing them join the rest of the castaways or whatever on, on the plane. So uh, it's tough to explain because I mean, really they, they took this route that kind of went (laughs) kind of circled around. And my dad liked that. I never watched one episode of Lost, So I don't know. I I refused to watch it when it first came on. And my sister called me one day and was like, there's a polar bear on this Island. I'm like, what are you, are you talking about a polar bear on an Island? So I had to turn around. You're working under David Tennant. What, by the way? What? 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 <laughs> well, I'm I mean, you, you sounded so. more like Calculon. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and we won't even get started on the animated things because I could go on forever. When I was a little kid, things uh, that got me into being a nerd were Ultraman mm-hmm. and Johnny Sacco. And All right, someone uh, sent us a message on Facebook via, well. Well, it's in Radio Kronos, but we I don't have the app on my phone to watch it, so... Yeah, the Flash's we'll... original thing? <laughs> I don't know if I want to see the Flash's original thing. No, that's what it was. Oh, is it? I don't okay. know. That, Billy sent me uh, the, the quote, the, the link for YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, Billy, unfortunately, we can't... Uh, well, at least I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I can finally get messages on it. Oh, we got that was from Dave. Oh, but Dave, Bill, you're just hooking us up tonight. Billy sent the same thing on on private messages. So, mm. anyways, um, taking a look at the clock on the wall, probably got oh another five or ten minutes to go here. So, so let me ask you something that we're going to discuss in future episodes. Yes, sir. And I know you're you're a new Hoovian. Indeed. And you haven't seen everything yet, but you're versed on the 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 rebirth. Yes. So we'll start there. Mm-hmm. Out of the new doctors, mm-hmm. and we can include eight if you want. I don't, okay. but okay, whatever. Okay, we'll just include them. Just Do you have a favorite doctor out of the new ones? I know out you haven't seen ones. all the old, the classic ones yet, but out of the new ones, I would say my favorite doctor so far has probably been nine. Most people's choice for overall favorite doctor. No. Really? I thought I would have guessed it would have been 10. 
I would have thought it would have been David Tennant. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I got myself thinking about the stupid movie, and never mind. Yeah. Really? Nine, huh? Nine. That just... Because he had that perfect blend of, like, cocky swagger, but just this smart-ass type of, you know, funny that... That that was my doctor. And Hank, for the new ones. And he played John Lennon. In I have not seen that. I, I've the, seen the Lennon, Nick, if you want to see a Time Lord's Wang, all you have to do, <laughs> not. All you have to do is watch Lennon naked. No thanks. <laughs> but no, I, I, I really liked uh liked Eggleston as as uh the doctor and when he left and he said that uh that line at the end where he says, you were fantastic. And you know what? So was I. I mean, that, I was like, <gasps> don't go. No, I, I really wasn't that bad. But, yeah, that kind of bummed me out when he left. And, you know, I did enjoy Tenet's time. I thought he, I thought he played a great doctor. Um, I'm enjoying Capaldi. I think he, I think he's kind of bringing Doctor Who back to... What it was when, you know, Hartnell was a doctor. It kind of has that grumpy, kind of curmudgeon type of... Well, it was supposed to be darker. That's what we were sold when it started, but it really hasn't been yet. But I have my opinions on that, and you know them. So, what was your favorite? Out of the new ones, I'd probably go with Tenet. Tenet? Yeah, I guess. I did like Matt Smith, too. Well, I'm not saying but, I hate Matt Smith. That's um, my daughter's favorite. She loves Levin. I will Every- say Tenet, or Matt Smith gets the edge only because he has my favorite companion. Amy Pond. Amy Pond. But that's a story for another day. No, no. We can discuss Amy Pond. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Love a, a lot Amy of people Pond. out there couldn't stand her. And we have a uh, text here, and I believe it's from Dave, that just says, War Doctor. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, Hurt is like a perfect doctor. I actually wish they would make like a little mini-series uh, with the War Doctor. Somebody will, somehow. I know they did a comic book series. I think it's called The Engines of War. And I haven't picked those up yet, but I, I, I really want to. Let's just play a little fantasy since we're talking about something real here. Um, okay. Let's cross genres, sort of. Not really genres, but franchises. Now, when the War Doctor mm-hmm. had the alien burst out of a stomach in Alien, <laughs> did that count as a regeneration? <laughs> yes, that's where he became Eggleston, right okay. there. <laughs> Fair enough. Just looked a little bit younger there. So, anyways, that's pretty much what you're going to have in store for nerding out with Shan Shoes and Granddad. Yes, is we're gonna we're gonna go into each show with sort of a idea of what we want to do, and we're gonna end up just talking about anything and everything. And we really want your guys's feedback, and we love all the communication we've got from you guys, all the text, all the emails, all the. What have you? Um. Well, we have about a minute or so, Jay. Yeah. What is there a specific topic that you're really looking forward to 
to talking about out here? Oh, man. Well, like we said earlier, I'm really into Who right now, so I want to dig into some of the uh, some of the episodes I haven't seen yet, like the multi-doctor episodes. I'd love to talk about those. I want to get into really uh, some of the expanded universe. I'd like to talk to Mike about the expanded universe for Star Wars for a while. I had every Star Wars comic, book, everything. So, but I think the thing I really want to dig into, you know, for me would be Doctor Who. I mean, that's that's really my been my focus for Did quite a while. Did you see the three Doctors yet? Have you got I have that? not. I have not seen the three Doctors. I just finished up Demons the other day. Damon um, Damons is a, a very good episode. Three Doctors is the first multi Doctor episode, and I, I think you'll enjoy it. Anyways, that's about going to wrap it up for this week here on Nerding Out with Sand Shoes and Granddad. I am Dan. And I'm Jason. And we will catch you next time. Take care, everyone. Good night. And that's basically how Nerding Out went each and every week. We had a lot of... We were still learning how to operate the equipment and everything. So, But you could tell the passion that both of us had for science fiction and nerdy topics. And that's how that podcast went as it evolved for the next few years. So it was a fun little experiment that Jason and I did back then. And we both are still very passionate about doing podcasts to this day, just different sort of topics. So thank you all for allowing me this little look back at the debut of my podcasting career. As I said at the beginning, we'll get back to the conclusion of our Show Your Work miniseries next time. So, as usual, I don't have a closer for this podcast, so I'll just simply say what we used to say on Nerding Out. I would say, any final thoughts, Jason? And he would look at me and stick his head up to the microphone and say, I don't want to go. Talk to you all next time.